News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you and welcome aboard On the Mark. I'm here today with Steve Kushaloff. Good morning, Mr. Steve. Good to see you, sir. Hello, Joe. It's always, always a pleasure to share the studio with you. <laughs> Why do I sense you don't really mean that? <laughs> On the other hand, I am always delighted to have you here with you uh, with me doing the program. Even though you're always wrong, you are always interesting. There you go. <laughs> there. How's that for a compliment? Left-handed uh, compliment. Left-handed? I don't think there's any <laughs> doubt about that one. Oh, that's all right. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at one 800 799 Email us at onthemark at wkok.com or text us this morning at 70236. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. Four streets in Sunbury, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. They invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and a master towing service with decades of experience. Again, check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Well, there's lots going on in the news, and Steve and I got here early, and we've agreed to disagree on about 150 topics already this morning. But uh, Steve is one of those people who believes that the federal troops sent into Portland, Oregon, uh, were thugs. Is that fair? It's You know, I'm always very suspicious of people who tell me what I believe. Well, I just ask you if that's what you believe. Do I believe they were thugs? I, I do believe that the characterization of them as Donald Trump's personal militia is is accurate. Whatever they are, and you can say whatever you want. You can say, no, they're from the Department of Homeland Security. They're from here. I think they're actually from about six different agencies, and uh, including Border s- Patrol. Supposedly, uh, they they are there to protect federal property, which if you want to do that, just cordon off the federal property with these people and that will do it. But anyway, uh, Joe... That didn't do it. Those uh, people were still breaking in trying to set fire to the courthouse. As I told you yesterday, I had a conversation with my old college roommate, a man by the name of Dean Marriott. Now, Dean, uh, as opposed to me, is no wild-eyed Facebook liberal. Uh, In fact, when we first met, he was a Nixon Republican. But um, Dean uh, Marriott, for 21 years, was the director of Portland's Environmental Bureau. For seven years before that, he was the state of Maine's Commissioner of Environmental Protection. So he's no dummy. Okay, so Are we I'm, talking Portland, Maine here or Portland, Oregon? A good question, Joe. <laughs> that is a good question. Let's see if you can try to maintain that for the next 90 minutes. Okay. Uh, no, he was... Uh, He's been in Portland, Maine, as the director of environment for 21 years. Portland, Oregon, excuse me, okay. Portland, Oregon. Prior to that, he was in Maine. He's originally from Towson, Maryland. Okay. So now you know everything about him that you need to know. 
anyway, uh, so I just, uh, he and I had a conversation yesterday, and, and plus he sent me a few things. As he said, the, uh, the protests in Oregon uh, began about two months ago, as they did uh, pretty much across the country. He said they began, they were overwhelmingly peaceful, he said, involving uh, between 4,000 and 5,000 people. Uh, the protest occurred in different parts of the city. Occasionally there would be confrontations, usually after midnight. As far as who took part, he said they were from all walks of life out there. The majority were white uh, because P uh, Portland uh, is uh, a majority white. He said when the violence did occur, it was not like all over the city. It was confined to a two-block area, which was uh, near the federal courthouse as well as the police department building, which is a 20-story structure. Now, I asked Dean what he thought. He said... Um, he believes the presence of federal agents in Portland was not justified. He said the post-midnight confrontations were winding down. He said as the mayor's... But why did they start in the first place if it was all peaceful, de loving demonstrations and we're all loving well, and, and being nice? as you and I discussed uh, on countless times, you get a group of 4,000 to 5,000 people, they're not all going to be uh, choir boys and choir girls. You're going to have some troublemakers out there. Uh, but in general, they were overwhelmingly peaceful. Then why and did the overwhelmingly peaceful people put a stop to the those oh, who are less yeah, than peaceful? Knows? You know, you got somebody with a brick in their hand, Joe. If you want to confront them and say, put that brick down, you may. But l I'm going to try to continue, Joe. Okay. Even well, I'm, I'm going to ask you questions about this. This I, isn't this is a discussion program. It's not Steve Reed's about his friend's opinion for 90 minutes. Well, I don't know why not. <laughs> anyway, so the mayor said uh, the confrontations were winding down. The mayor said the protests were petering out, and he said the federal agents arrived just as things were beginning to quiet down. And when the federal agents arrived, hauling people away, unmarked vehicles, etc., the protests and the violence intensified. As Dean said, antagonism went off the scale, which is just what Donald Trump was planning uh, to, to try to incite uh, riots and try to stir up Oh, yeah, that's what the president always does. Let's incite a good riot. Well, it's what Donald Trump does, and there's no doubt about that. I, I oh, I think Dean, there's a considerable well, doubt I'm about sure that. I'm sure you do think so. I asked Dean about the impact, and because you kind of made fun of this last week, the wall of moms. You thought that was hilarious. No, I didn't say it was hilarious. I just thought it was interesting. Well, okay. Uh, that's not how I remember it, Joe, but, you know, I don't remember everything. I don't remember I've, us discussing the wall of moms in any great really detail. We didn't discuss it at all. But <laughs> I said to Dean, um, what about this wall of moms and wall of vets? Because, as you know, uh, veterans, military veterans, have also gotten involved in uh, standing up to Donald Trump's uh, stormtroopers. Uh, Dean said... Stormtroopers now. Yeah. Okay, they were thugs, now they're stormtroopers. Stormtroopers, okay. jackboots. We're talking about United States federal law I enforcement agents. Hey, come on. You know, hell's angels. Uh, you know, I'll tell you what. I remember... We're really going to get off the subject now. But when the Rolling Stones had their uh, concert at Altamount, you were probably there. Uh, no, I wasn't. Okay, do you know who the Rolling Stones signed up to take care of security? Hell's angels. Yes. Did, was that a good idea? I don't think so. Be w that as worked it worked well may. for them. 
No, it didn't, because somebody <laughs> was actually killed. Yeah, I remember. Uh, let me get, try to get back to this, Joe. You know, you're, you are a formidable opponent. This I is w- a discussion program, Steve. I, We're discussing. Go ahead. Me. Give me more ammunition. So I said to my friend, I said, tell me about the impact of this wall of moms and wall of vets. Were they really effective? Dean said what it primarily did, it illustrated that the protesters are not simply a group of anarchists and wild-eyed bomb throwers. They're ordinary people. These wall of moms, these vets, they're, they're ordinary people. And what happened when the wall of moms and the wall of vets came in contact with these federal people? Were they gassed? Were they shot? Were they abused in any way? I probably shot with rubber bullets. As, Were as, they or weren't they? You I, said probably. I you know, I didn't watch every But you ask your friend what the effect of this wall of moms was. Surely he had some opinions to whether or not they actually had interactions I, with these stormtroopers you're talking about. His answer was that it uh, primarily, I think there was some impact, but at least it showed that they were not uh, just all crazy people. Now, he did send me a few other things. He did send me a few other things. One from the Portland Business Alliance, which is actually Portland's Chamber of Commerce. Business people, probably all Republicans, conservatives, just like you. That's right. All Republicans are, all business people are Republicans. Uh, I don't think I said that, Joe. The statement from Portland's Chamber of Commerce is the Portland Business Alliance stands unified with our regional and state leaders in calling for peace and the departure of a heightened federal presence in Portland. This is the business community asking the federal government, asking Trump to get his stormtroopers out of there. Uh, Here's another statement from the Portland Business Association. They said the presence of federal agents in a single block of downtown Portland has led to a near universal upset and a worsening of conditions a worsening of conditions on our streets over the last two weeks. The bottom line... Do you line, realize, just on off the surface, do you realize how offensive it is to refer to United States law enforcement officials as stormtroopers? Do you realize what a stormtrooper is? Do you know about Nazi Germany and the stormtroopers who broke into people's homes in the middle of the night and carted them off without any pro- any due process of law, shot them, executed them, Took the, this is what you believe these people are. That's what. That this is, is what you believe these people are. This is how Donald Trump is using them. Now, he's not using them to call, break into people's homes in the middle of the night. No, and he's them using off. them. He's not using them to kill people. Unmarked uniforms, unmarked vehicles, unmarked uniforms. They're not off the street. They're not in unmarked uniforms. I From explained to you the other day seen. what happened. They had somebody, and I know it's on Fox News. They had the guy there. He had the uniformed officer, one of those who were in Portland, showed them exactly what they were wearing. On, they don't have their name tags on because they were doxxed. They have a number on their sleeve that indicates who they are and what agency they're from is on the other sleeve. The, they're the, not okay. foreigners. They're not. The, the issue is, and you can you and you can take offense at my using the, the word stormtrooper. I do. That's fine. But the issue is, should they be there? What, whatever you want to call them. You, if you want to just call them federal agents, because I think that's really what we're what they are referred to as. Because right. federal that's agents. Federal agents. They I'll come accept. from about six different uh, thing, you know, the question is, should they be there at all? And now we see, of course, uh, Trump 
because he thinks this is a, a good means to his reelection. He's planning to send more federal agents to to Cleveland, to Milwaukee, to and he Detroit. sent them to Chicago at the mayor's invitation. Uh, from what I have seen, Mayor Lightfoot in Chicago has she reached an agreement. She talked to him about what they could do okay, and what they couldn't do. Instead of just saying don't send them in, she said, well, here's how they can help, and the president agreed. Well, that's terrific. And they are stor- the stormtroopers went to Chicago. Okay, but uh, the first time I saw the mayor, uh, she was pretty uh, vehement that, uh, sh- as I believe she said, she said, we will, not, we will not have this. Now, perhaps since then, there have been some discussions. Well, but she's brought them in. Hey, we've got to take a break. Hold on to your thought. We have a call pending, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarketwkok.com. Text us at 70236. We have a number of texts uh, pending as well. And a caller, we'll be right back. <laughs> I should be on vacation, but it seems like the world may need me right now. So I'm heading off the beach and over to Sunbury Motors Hyundai for Christmas and July savings on all new Hyundais. If you're looking for an SUV, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has over 70 SUVs on sale until July 31st. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 28 Hyundai Konas in stock with $34.97 off starting at $18,583. If a Hyundai Tucson is on your wish list, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 22 in stock starting at $23,343 and qualifies for 0% for 72 months. Remember, all new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 mile powertrain, and 5 years, 60,000 mile base warranty. Moving up in size is the Hyundai Santa Fe with 0% for 72 months, plus a $1,950 discount. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 20 in stock, starting at $27,552. Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza Sunbury. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. <laughs> In recent days, staying connected has meant more than ever before. At Penteladata, we thank our frontline workers for giving us the hope that tomorrow will be better and for letting us do our part in keeping everyone connected with schools, families, and friends, even while being apart. As America slowly and carefully returns to work, we're here to help your business come back smarter, bigger, and better than before with a fiber network that will keep us all connected and move us forward. Penteladata Fiber Networks. Hey, Lisa, we need to talk. About what? Why are Caldwell Banker signs covering this entire area overnight? I'm not mad about it. I'm going to need an explanation. Ah, yes. Caldwell Banker has launched a rebrand with the new North Star logo, and we are excited to be rolling out our new look in our local market. Wait. Do I need a new look? How about a mullet? Oh, please no. But now is an awesome time for sellers and buyers to jump on board with the stars of Cobalt Banker Pen 1 and find out how we can guide you home. Contact us at cobaltbankerpen1.com. Nottingham Village Country Houses offer maintenance-free living at affordable prices, starting as low as $145,000. Plan to make the move to one of our clean, safe, newly renovated properties, and we will help with your moving expenses. Country House Independent Living at Nottingham Village. Call Al Seidel at 570-473-8366 for details and to view our properties and all the benefits we have to offer. It's Kohl's Friends and Family Sale. With an extra 20% off, save on Keurig coffee makers. Get twin XL bedding sets for just $47.99. And with 25% off top active brands, save on Under Armour gear for the family. Plus, get limited contact store drive up. And get a little more for your wallet with Kohl's Cash. Shop Kohl's and Kohl's.com. 20% off are valid July 30th through August 2nd with promo code SHOPFAMILY. 25% off Under Armour valid July 29th through August 9th. Offers and coupons do not apply. Select style. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details.
Hi, everybody. Steve Jones, Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports Today, 3 to 5, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Steve Kushaloff. We have a, two calls pending and a text that says, Hey, Steve, you must be blind or watching CNN or MSNBC because what I see happening around the federal courthouse in Portland, Oregon, is a bunch of anarchists trying to burn it down. There is a difference between protesters and anarchists, and it's the job of federal law enforcement to protect the federal property from destruction. Why, Steve, do you support and make excuses for rioters and looters? Your response. Well, I'll tell you what, my, uh, I've, I've given you my response. I think that, uh, and from f- fellow that I talked to, I think that that federal presence was uh, unnecessary. The mayor of Portland felt it was unnecessary. And at this point, as you said during the break, uh, the federal agents are apparently being withdrawn. So apparently... Uh, Stan seems to think they're burning everything down. Well, even the federal government apparently is admitting, no, they're not uh, tear- burning everything down because we're going we're gonna to bring them home. Okay, we got uh, two calls coming in, or two calls holding, one call coming in, and we're going to start with Cindy. You're first online, Cindy. Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. I just want to say that I'm delighted to hear that President Trump is pulling 6,000 uh, American military personnel out of Germany, bringing them home. I wish he was bringing more of the people. I'm sorry that he's reassigning the other ones to other countries in Germany, I mean in Europe, but I'm delighted that he's bringing home these 6,000 people. That's totally what I want, you know. It's a shame that the Democrats overlooked Tulsi Gabbard. She, had the right, she was a right-thinking minority woman saying, let's quit running the world, and she's right. Let's stop doing this. So. I just want to say I'm delighted that the president is bringing home these 6,000 people, and I hope that he finds occasion to bring home even more. Fair enough. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. All right, Eric, you're on the mark. You want to talk about Trump and fear. Go ahead. Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, Yeah, uh, all the ads I'm seeing for President Trump are are basing and promoting fear if if he's not reelected uh, there'll be anarchy. If he's not reelected, we're going to defund all the police and so forth. But, you know, over the course of my calling into this program, I've talked many times about health care, because that's what the field I, I retired from. Joe, we have, we, we've yet to hear from the president any plans. All I hear for his election campaign was, we're going to reject the fair, uh, the, uh, what he calls Obamacare. But in almost four years now, we have yet to have any kind of plans put out on what he's going to say to, to replace it. He is doing nothing but uh, fear-mongering, uh, focusing in on, on the, uh, ro- what he calls riots, what some people call mostly are peaceful demonstrations. But, of course, all of the news outlets are going to focus on a place where there's, there's violence uh, rather than focusing in like Mifflinburg over the weekend, where it's pe- very peaceful. Um, and he's, he's, he's focusing his re-election campaign on fear, fear of, of what's going to happen if he's not re-elected. Now, as of yesterday, he publicly comes out and said he's going to save the suburbs from all of these. Let me get this quote right if I can. Uh, we're not going to push low-income housing into the suburbs. Uh, you can relax and be less fearful. Again, trying to now swing in the suburban vote by saying he, he's not going to be pushing uh, low-income. And let's face it, what he's talking about is minorities into the suburbs. 
wondering what do you feel on those statements. Well, first of all, I agree with you completely about his lack of or failure to produce anything on the health care front. I mean, you can't beat nothing or something with nothing. The Democrats at least gave us Obamacare, good or bad, it's there. He hasn't proposed anything. As far as I can tell, the Republicans haven't put anything serious on the table. Agree with you there. As far as what he's doing about suburbs and cutting down low-income housing, I said yesterday on the program, I've got about 50 years as an elected municipal official, and I can tell you nothing excites people more than when they think the value of their property is being affected by something they don't control. And that has nothing to do with race. It has to do with property values. And, and the biggest investment anybody has is their home. And if they feel that their home is threatened, they react in a fairly predictable way. It's, at least it's been my experience over the years. But I don't consider them racists or bigots or anything else. I just consider them people who have spent uh, maybe several hundred thousand dollars in their house. It's a big investment. They don't want to see it, they don't want to see it go away. So you would agree with me then that his push now also is continuing this fear-mongering because, as you just said, people are very concerned, fear, of their housing values going down. That may so, be, that again, may, would you say I'm correct? That, that, that may again, be the, that instead may, of a, a different plan, say, okay, we're no longer going to uh, put our resources into housing for these folks. What we're going to do no, is propose that, housing he, for them. He didn't say that. Areas, he didn't urban say, areas. He didn't say uh, that. He, he didn't say that. What he said. Exactly. What he, didn't, he, what he, he didn't say said. Anything. Let me answer your question. I, I don't. Sure. Th- mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with with you saying that he's fear mongering if that's what you believe. But on the other hand, you know, if he is trying to protect the integrity of zoning, as an elected municipal official, that's something I've taken seriously in my entire career. I've had instances where people have come to me and, and here's my feeling. If you buy a house and you buy a piece of property, you're there and you bought that property, you know what's around you. You've accepted that. There may be a, a glue factory next door, but when you bought that property, you accepted the fact that glue factory was there. So that's fine. That's what you accepted. But now, let's say you, what was next to you was a, a peaceful and angelic garden that someone had. Now they want to tear that down and put in the glue factory, and you're upset. And you have every right to be, because now the property value that you have is going to be adversely impacted by something over which you had no control. I think what the president actually was trying to do is make sure that local authorities had the right to control their own destiny, just as Lewisburg did when it tried to de- when it made the decision about what what it wanted to do with respect to low-income housing. There, there's no, there is no question about it. Eric is absolutely correct. Once again, Donald Trump, not only he's doing two things, he's doing, he's uh, creating fear about for trying to win people in the suburbs. And there is no question, Joe, there's no question that this is again his appeal to uh, to racism, because Joe, when we hear people talk about low-income housing, what we're hearing is about uh, people of a different, different race, different color. What he actually did, what he's actually done, he has tried to get rid of, or apparently he has gotten rid of something called the affirmative, um, a, a fair housing rule that was enacted back in 2015, and it was a way to support the Fair Housing Act of 1968, an, an act which outlawed, outlawed restrictions on selling or renting homes to people based on race, which, you know, which is the same thing that uh, 
Trump and his father did back in right. uh, well, the let's 70s. Let's bring up the 70s. Listen, Eric, we got another call we got to take. So thank you for your comments. We appreciate them as always. Call again. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Uh, 1-800-795-9565. We got time for one more call. We have two on the line. We're going to have time for one. So, Carl, you're on the mark. Good morning. Carl calling from Mifflinburg. I am going to address my comments to Mr. Kushaloff. Okay. Your, cav- their, your cavalier use of the word jackboots and stormtroopers is highly offensive to, to us German Americans. I was born in Nuremberg. My mother was born literally during the bombing of Berlin. My grandmother tells the stories of how the bombs were dropping as my mom was born. My grandparents grew up under the satirical dictatorship of Adolf Hitler, wondering if they were going to live through the next day. And you cavalierly use the term jackboot and stormtrooper to describe our federal law enforcement officers. To me, this is so disgusting. You should not even be on the air using terms like that because you don't understand it. You have no idea what you're talking about when you use these terms. And it is highly disgusting to me. Okay. I will, I will, uh, I'll try to use the phrase, I will continue to use the phrase personal militia, which even Joe finds that offensive. And, um, okay. Well, you, you, you owe an apology. Well, I'm not going to apologize. Because that's the type of person you must be. I must be a terrible person. To use those terms to describe our federal agents, you have no idea what it was like living under stormtroopers and jackboots. You have no clue, sir. Sometimes, you know, you, you, bring, you, make up a good, you bring up a good point, Carl, because it's very much the way Jewish people feel when somebody makes it's, fun of the Holocaust or uses exactly. it to describe something that's not that terrible. I mean, anybody exactly. who studied World War II and the history of the Nazi regime and finds any comparison between it and the life in the United States of America, they really don't know history. I have studied it extensively, being that I am from Germany. Because I wanted to make sure that my kids understood it so it wouldn't get repeated. My, my mother, who still lives at age 80, is one of the strongest Trump supporters you'll ever meet. That tells you a lot right there. Because she grew up through this. She heard the stories of her parents living under Hitler. So, Carl... She, she is offended when somebody compares anything to Nazi Germany. What what did you think? Of, what did you think of the demonstrations? This was about four years ago. What did you think of the demonstrations in Charlottesville when you had um, neo Nazis? Some of them were neo Nazis demonstrating uh, in support of uh, Trump. What did you think of that? I disagree with that because we're not neo the neo Nazi. That's a completely different subject. Okay. I, I and you have. You have bad people on both sides. I do not support the neo-Nazis in any way, shape, or form, obviously. Donald who Trump. They support, who they support, Donald, I cannot control. Donald Trump cannot control. It's the same with, I'm sure, Joe Biden. There are far-left anarchists that support him, and I'm sure Joe Biden doesn't support them. So it, it, you have bad on both sides. Good point. Well, as you, as you know, Trump, after the demonstrations in Charlottesville, he said, uh, said you, had, some uh, good good, on both you sides. had some good people on both sides. And it's exactly. There are good and there are bad on every issue. Well, I, I think somebody uh, who, 
who allies themselves with neo-Nazis, marches with them, etc., is not a good person. He never marched and he never aligned with the neo-Nazis. Carl, we're out of time on this segment. Thank you so much for your call. Appreciate your observations. Call us again. 1-800-795-9565. You'll need that number after the news. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Text us at 70236. Email us at onthemarkwkok.com. This is WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Two new government reports show the economy is cratering during the pandemic. The GDP dropped almost 33% in the second quarter. This does sort of approach the Great Depression era. CBS News business analyst Jill Schlesinger. 33% doesn't mean we drop by a third over one quarter from another. It means that if we were going to push this through for the next four quarters, it would be a 33% drop. This amounts to about a 10% drop from the previous quarter. Another 1.4 million people signed up for unemployment benefits last week. That's the second straight weekly increase. Dow futures are off 269. S&P futures down 44 right now. A private funeral service for the late congressman and civil rights leader John Lewis gets underway in Atlanta in two hours. Three former U.S. presidents will be there. Obama, who will deliver the eulogy, Bush and Clinton. WGCL's Rebecca Schramm is outside Ebenezer Baptist Church. The honor guard and the respect they pay for these legends in our political history. Of course, John Lewis served his life, dedicated his life to civil rights and public service, served Georgia's 5th district for more than three decades. We're watching now as the family of John Lewis gathers around the casket. New York Times has published an op-ed from Lewis today. He wanted it to run on the day of his funeral. It urges Americans to answer the highest calling of their hearts, to stand up for what they truly believe and let the spirit of peace and the power of love be everlasting guides. Coronavirus deaths in the U.S. have reached yet another milestone, topping 150,000. Many school districts are rethinking reopenings. CBS's David Begno. With no national plan, local leaders in viral epicenters like Miami, Phoenix, Los Angeles, and Houston are planning to delay in-person learning until later this year. Other large school districts in Philadelphia, Kansas City, and Indianapolis are looking at similar changes. Florida is dealing with another pandemic challenge. Tropical storm Isaias is expected to hit the peninsula by the weekend. State COVID testing sites are closing down and shelters are trying to make socially distanced space for evacuees. A 4.2 magnitude earthquake hit near L.A. this morning. No reports of damage. And in Florida, the biggest, most sophisticated Mars rover ever built blasted off from Cape Canaveral. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Finding the next job is a big job, and that part of what you do is a little tough right now. 
Because of that, Lowe's for Pros is here to help. Get $400 in leads on us with a free one-year subscription from HomeAdvisor to connect to jobs that make sense for you. Sign up at Lowe'sforpros.com slash proloyalty to get started. Just one more reason why Lowe's is the new home for pros. Now let's get to work. Subscription and $400 lead credit subject to HomeAdvisor's approval and terms. Valid for new HomeAdvisor customers only. Lowe's loyalty required. More terms apply. Valid through 99 US only. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Breathe out and repeat after me. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Your bird is eating my candles. Your bird is eating my candles. No, seriously, he's making a mess. No, seriously. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Pro basketball comes back tonight. We haven't heard this for a while. James spins and throws it down. Tonight, after more than four months, the NBA season resumes. You, me, Laker fans, we don't care. We're beyond elated to be back. All remaining games, including the playoffs, will be played in Orlando, Florida, where the NBA has established a strict bubble. And the social unheaval the country has gone through the last few months will not be forgotten. On the basketball courts will be the words Black Lives Matter, and some players will replace their names on the back of their jerseys with social justice messages. Steve Futterman, CBS News. There will be a new addition to President Trump's wax figure at Madame Tussauds in London, a face mask. Visitors will be welcomed back to the museum Saturday for the first time since pandemic shutdowns. Likenesses of Queen Elizabeth, Prime Minister Johnson, and Taylor Swift are also covered up for COVID safety. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic, and disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan, but we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. Hey, Mike, how's the house coming along? (sighs) Needs a ton of work. The pipes are leaking. Needs a new roof. The AC just broke. I just don't have time to do it all myself. You know anyone? Oh, just ask HomeAdvisor. They match you with the best local pros for any home project. Cool. Yeah, you can read reviews and book appointments online. What's it cost? Actually, HomeAdvisor is always free to use. Nice. I'll check it out. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app. HomeAdvisor. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan. Thank you and welcome back to On the Mark. With me today is Steve Kushaloff. On the Mark is brought to you by your good friends at the Sunbury Motor Company, where they invite you to visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, inspection, whatever that is, state inspections and nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. till 6 p.m. and Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Find them on the web at www.sunburymotors.com. Check 
check out their online specials, and you can build a Ford, build a Ford car or truck to your exact specifications. Click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package. Matter of fact, that's where Mark Lawrence is today. He's at home on his computer building Fords that he wants for himself. That's what he does in his spare time. You know that for a fact. Well, he, that's what he'll tell you. Wow. But, you know, he lies a lot. <laughs> no, he's, he doesn't. He, he has built the same truck over and over again, and he's just waiting for his wife to give him permission to buy it. Mm. So you head over to the Sunbury Motor Company today. See them on the Strip, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, or at on North 4th Street in Sunbury. They sell Ford, Hyundai, Kia, and Lincoln cars, and they would just love to put you behind the wheel of something great today. Taking a quick look at the new headlines this morning. The PIAA has announced guidelines for resuming fall sports and school districts can choose the plan that suits them the best since COVID-19 has impacted all 67 counties differently. The PIAA says they wanted to offer flexibility rather than a one-size-fits-all approach. If school districts follow a regular start for the fall 2027 sports schedule, the first date for fall heat acclimatization is August 10th. The first practice date for all fall sports is August 17th, and the first football game would be August 28th or week zero. Can't imagine high school sports with nobody in the stands and nobody with the band probably not there. I wonder if they'll allow broadcasters to do the games. It, well, we'll see. Uh, seems like the whole sports world has... Uh they're trying, but I don't think a lot of it's going to happen. Now, let's see. With other news this morning, the U.S. Senate Republicans unveiled a $1 trillion coronavirus relief bill on Monday as Democratic leaders met with top White House officials. All parties involved in the negotiations face a tight deadline as expanded joblessness aid benefits are set to expire at the end of this week. And in other news, another day of new double-digit COVID-19 increases in the Valley, and Pennsylvania now has over 110,000 cases since the start of the pandemic. In its daily update Wednesday, the State Department of Health confirmed eight new Northumberland County cases at 398 since the outbreak and 11 deaths. Snyder County has two new cases at 92 overall and two deaths, and Union County has one new case at 129 overall and two deaths. Montour County remains with 92 overall cases and three deaths. In Valley long-term care facilities, there are now 11 employee cases since the outbreak in four Northumberland County facilities, along with 61 total resident cases and eight deaths. There are now two resident and three employee cases since the outbreak at four Union County facilities. And that's our quick look at the news this morning. You know, when uh, when Cindy, Cindy called and mentioned about withdrawing the troops from Germany and said she was all in favor of it, she really didn't tell us why she thought uh, it was such a good idea. Uh, from what I've, the little I've seen, the reaction uh, has not been all that great. I think, I think we've seen Republican lawmakers as well as Democratic people uh, kind of criticize the idea. Again, they said this is just one more gift to Vladimir Putin, right. uh, undercutting uh, uh, not only German security, undercutting uh, national security. Uh, the cost, uh, they're saying, will be billions of dollars. But these are stormtroopers. You want stormtroopers in foreign countries, Mark? Uh, can we, uh, I'm Steve, number Steve. one, and can we could we possibly stick to the subject? Well, no, but I mean, they're bad. We send people in to stop rioting and provide, provide security in, in Portland, and that's wrong, but we can send them to Germany. That's good. 
boy, I tell you, Joe, you know, usually usually when you bring things up that are different, they have something to do with each other. But here you've got two things. No, that's the same principle. If Americans are charged with providing security for foreign countries, are they not also charged with providing security in their own country? It's exactly the same thing. I I would bet you, I don't know for sure, but I would bet you that German defense... Uh, officials are in favor of uh, having uh, American troops there uh, as part of the NATO force, etc. Um, and but let's t- let's talk about Vladimir Putin a little bit. Uh, for instance, why don't we talk about this um, th- this plan that Putin had, where he was going to put bounties on the heads of allegedly Ameri- allegedly. You have no proof of that. Okay, but we do know that it was in the president's uh, presidential daily briefing that that has been reported. That's accepted as being accurate by 99%. The fact that it was in there. Right. But whether it's true or not, a lot of things make it into the presidential briefing that aren't always accurate. But don't you think that Trump would have at least mentioned it in a conversation with Vladimir Putin? How do you know he didn't? Because he said he didn't. Presidents don't disclose everything they do to the public. He was interviewed uh, by... uh, And you say he lies all the time, Steve. You say he lies. Maybe he's lying about that. There's no doubt about that. Jonathan Swan... Well, then let's assume he did talk to Vladimir Putin about it. We have no reason to think that he did. From everything that he has done... But he lies. You say he lies, and he said he didn't, so we have to assume he did. Everything that Trump has done involving Putin over the last four years, three years, whatever, uh, Trump has never, ever tried to nail Putin down on what, about what he is or isn't uh, doing. Why wouldn't he have What about the sanctions he imposed on them? It? How do you know he didn't? I go back to that. You well, say he says he didn't, but then you say he lies all the time. You can't have it both ways. Don't you think that... You believe him when you don't like what he says, but you think he's lying when you do. Don't you think that if the president, who is kind of charged with national security. Yes, he is. Just uh, like in Portland when he sent the troops in to protect federal buildings, Steve. When he was right, and when he was asked to get to to take him away, of course he wouldn't do that. But don't you think that the president at least would uh, let the American people know I am on top of this with Putin. We are looking into it. At the very least, we have asked him about it. No, not a word. Not a word. Why Would you believe this? it? Let's say he said, I talked to Vladimir and he denied it. And the Russians have denied it. Why? Do you accept that denial? Well, Do I, you accept that I, denial? Yes or no? Not partic- I, I have no idea. I have no idea whether to, ex- to believe it or not believe it. But at least if the President of the United States, who were some, uh, there was a time... Who Joe, lies made, all the time. That's right. At least if we had a president, number one, who we could believe. If we had a president who we could believe. And if he was to stand up and say, I brought that up with Mr. Putin, Mr. Putin denies it, number one. And number two, we made it clear that... Uh, if the, if he it did. The president did say he would, denied uh, it. The president said he denied it. He. When did he ask him? Wait a minute. All of a sudden, you're telling me no, he I'm asked him? No, I'm saying the president has said he doubted that he didn't think that he did it, that and that, the, that Putin denied it. it. But he didn't. He quoted Putin saying, "I denied it." But he never asked him about it. We Why don't know. We don't uh, know that he didn't. Uh, well. 
You believe every word that comes out of Trump's no, mouth. No, I don't. I think sometimes he has Wait lied. A minute, as you... has as has every United States president. No president discloses fully the things he does on for national defense or in foreign relations. No president, not Barack Obama, not George Washington, none of them do. So, I mean, for us to sit here and speculate what the president did or didn't talk to him about is foolish. So we don't you, know. Uh, so you don't think Trump is in a different category when it comes to telling the truth? Well, who he, is he honest, Abe? No. I don't think he's honest, okay, Abe. that's good. But I'm willing to concede that, there, let's put it to you this way. If he says uh, Joe Biden def- supports defending the pol- uh, defunding the police, is that a lie? Well, partially it's a lie. And, but it's a political lie that's told for a purpose, uh, getting reelected. It's not a but partial, if you ask it's a total him, lie. If you ask him, you know, I saw a commercial on TV that where Joe says, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that was a Trump commercial. No, it said that was not sponsored by any candidate. I read well, that. Well, all I know is, uh, <laughs> if anything, Biden has gone very far out Oh, but that's not the issue. The issue is whether or not... The issue is whether or not presidents fully disclose the things they do behind the scenes. And I don't think they do. I don't think Barack Obama did. There are times Barack Obama came out and bold-faced lied. But he had a good reason to lie. And it was in the national security interest that he do so. All I know is you you're allowed to bounce from issue to issue like a pinball machine and I'm when not I, bouncing. When I, well you brought up Joe Biden and whether or not I was he using that as an e- I was using that as an example of an ad where where I think the president misled people I was agreeing with you I think that is a misleading ad Joe Biden did not say to fund the police. But I'm saying that's a difference between that kind of a lie, which is a politically motivated lie that all politicians tell, or most of them when they're running for high office. There's a difference between that and a lie someone tells to preserve some element of national security. Okay, so at least you admit Joe Biden does not want to defund the I have never heard him say to fund the police. I've heard him say reallocate some of the money. We can quibble about whether or not that's defunding, but he did never said defund the police. I've never heard him say it. I don't believe he ever did say it, and I don't believe he believes that that should be done. Bob, you're on the mark. Yes, um, good, good morning, everyone. You know, when it comes to, uh, uh, you know, having the nation, uh, you know, to, to run the nation, I mean, I don't care who it is in that, uh, of course, <laughs> President Trump, or our previous presidents and that you have to take all facts and or all uh, areas into consideration you know besides the military and and property and everything else and i think he's done a half decent job that way but uh the way he uses the media and the way he uh uh like with twitter and everything else i think you know he he needs much to be desired but as far as the property like you know protecting the property values of course here of course i've been a sunbury resident since day one and i agree with you joe that the uh, uh, the most uh, valuable uh, purchase you're going to make in your life is a home, and like to pr- protect the homes and that. So I think the programs that the president is trying to uh, to get across to the states and the counties and that is, uh, you know, preserve the homes. Okay, fair enough, Bob. Thank you for your comments. Now let me ask you a question in line with what Bob just said. You're a, you're at your home, and there's a group of protesters outside. They're upset with you about something. Mm-hmm. One of them has a torch, and he's about to set fire to your house. Now, what do you want to happen? Do you want the police to roll up and stop that guy from burning your house down, or do you want the mayor or some other local politician to come and reason with them? I would say if I'm in my house and there's a guy, uh, an angry person, outside with a torch, yes, I would say I would call the police. Fair enough. That's an honest answer. And I commend you for it. I think that's what the majority of us would do. 
You know, but I think in Portland, what they want to have happen is the mayor will come in and negotiate with them, or the governor will come in and say, now be good people and go home. Well, and they'll say, oh, gee, were we doing something wrong? Well, that's, yes, we'll go home now. I, you know, Joe, you know, we, we can sit here in our relatively safe environment here in central PA, uh, 3,000, three, nearly 3,000 miles from, from, in this case, Portland, Oregon. And we see the uh, clips that the uh, TV networks want us to show. Um, and we, I will, I'll even admit that maybe the networks are going to be selective in what they are showing. I guess, uh, so for us to try to, uh, for us to try to, totally pass judgment on uh, what the local leaders out there are doing. Um, we're not in the best position to do it. Well, we pass judgment on everything else. Well, you know, the question that I have, though, the question that I have, if you're sitting there in Milton, Pennsylvania, if you're sitting there and you're wondering whether or not to send your child back to school this year, mm-hmm. if you are uh, in, living in Sealands Grove or in Shemokin Dam and you're wondering if you're going to have a job to return to, or maybe you're worried about your health care, how does Donald Trump's decision to send federal agents into these cities, how is that making your life better? Now, if there is a, uh, if there's an absolute... How is it making your life worse? How, the way it's making your life worse is because this, if you ask me, is an example of distraction and deflection. And to some degree, other, all, other politicians have done it. Maybe all politicians well, have let, done let it. Let me ask you this. What if the president announced that he was going to send 6,000 more troops to Germany instead of bringing 6,000 home? What would you be saying? Oh, there he is, a warmonger. He's sending in more troops to Well, I wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> I would, at the very least, I would kind of look into it. I would want to, I, if I was curious, I would find out what's the uh, situation in Germany. Does Germany feel threatened? Uh, we do know that uh, in uh, the Ukraine, the Ukraine very much wanted uh, weapons from America. They felt they needed uh, to protect themselves they want our troops? from Russian. But uh, Donald Trump held up those weapons uh, because he wanted their help in the re-election. He didn't hold them up. They got everything they were supposed yeah, to get. finally they did. Finally they did. They were held up for, for a time. And yeah, yeah, but they held up for a time because he wanted to make sure that they, they, the corruption that was in the Ukraine was not going to adversely impact the use of those weapons. And that's the president's job. Well, you can look at it that way. I look at it th- that he held it up because he uh, wanted the president of Ukraine first of all, to help him with his uh, election. He didn't. And that secondly, uh, he finally uh, released them, which Congress had already, and Congress and and every defense agency had already examined everything and had given their stamp of approval to it. And uh, it was when he was found out, when Trump was found out, that he decided, uh, I better better release uh, these weapons. You know, we're talking about that. That's the president's prerogative. Just as the governor here hasn't released released all of the stimulus money that he was given for the state of Pennsylvania. The feds haven't released all the money. As Congressman Keller pointed out, there's still a large point of that, la- a large part of that last trillion dollars that hasn't been spent. It's still sitting there. It hasn't been allocated by the people to who were given the responsibility to, uh, to expend it. So, I mean, isn't, isn't exercising some judgment about how money or equipment is spent, isn't that part of government's responsibility? 
And is it subject to second-guessing? Yes, it certainly is, because we're doing a lot of that. Well, at the very least, I would expect, such as in the examples you're bringing up, I would hope that the governor or the legislator would explain why they are doing or not doing what they're okay. doing or not doing. We have to take a break. Ken, hold on. We're going to take a break. We're going to get to you. We have a number of emails and texts to get to as well. We invite your calls, 1-800-795-9565. Email us at onthemarkwkok.com. Text us at 70236. Trade in and trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia. From now until the end of the month, Sunbury Motors Kia will give you more. That's right, more than your car is worth. Take advantage of Kia's first ever trade-in assist bonus cash. Get an extra $1,500 on third row 2020 Serenos. There's 22 available with savings up to $7,025. SMC has an extra $1,000 on the versatile 2020 Sportages. There's 27 available with savings up to $4,655. Plus an extra $1,000 on the stylish 2020 Kia Soul with 17 available and savings up to 44.24. The demand for quality pre-owned vehicles is at an all-time high. So stop in Sunbury Motors Kia for your upgrade today. Trade in, trade up at Sunbury Motors Kia on the Strip in Hummel's Wharf. Retail trade and assist applies for model year 2000 or newer Kia or competitive model. Hey, pal. Why can I get a decent drink around here? Hey, I recognize you guys. The Rat Pack is back, man. Kukukachew. Yeah, we couldn't get a pass out of heaven, so we did it my way. We ducked out when nobody was looking. They can't make a proper cocktail up there. You guys are in luck. BJ's not only makes terrific mixed drinks, you can take them back with you. BJ's M Street Tavern presents Spirits to Go. Enjoy your favorite BJ's mixed drinks for takeout. From pina coladas and frozen strawberry daiquiris to rum and coke and our famous orange creamsicle made with Bacardi rum and ice cream. Get them to go and share with your friends. These libations are out of this world, man. The chairman of the board approves. Is this heaven? No, it's BJ's. Spirits to go from BJ's. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Obey all state laws and restrictions. A friendly reminder from BJ's in Sealands Grove and Danville. WKOK and the Greater Susquehanna Valley United Way are banding together to help families and individuals in the valley during this trying time. Are you wondering how you're going to pay the rent this month or how you're going to put food on the table for your family? If you need a helping hand, reach out to see what resources are available in the area by dialing 211. 211 has all the info you're looking for. It's free and it's confidential. During this time of crisis, paying for food and bills can be as hard as money is tight. Find available resources here in the Valley by dialing 211. At Animal Care Hospital Lewisburg, we love what we do. We know you probably love summer with your pets. Swimming, hiking, frozen treats, going to parks or beaches. We love including our four-legged friends, but summer also is a time to be cautious of your pet's health. Ticks, fleas, risks of injuries. Don't stress. Animal Care Hospital provides vaccines, diagnosis, preventative measures, surgery, and wellness checkups, all in our loving facility. We love your pets in the same way that you do. Animal Care Hospital Lewisburg. We mean it when we say we love what we do. Welcome back to On the Mark, and we thank Ken from Lewisburg, who has been patiently waiting. Sir, you're on the mark, Ken. Hey, I just have a question. What is our infatuation with Putin and Russia? I'm a little younger than you guys. I'm 49. 
And never once in my life did I care or think that Russia was going to take us over. That doesn't happen anymore. I, I don't know where this is coming from, and we have to be so concerned. They're not invading the United States. They can't do any. It, it, how are they influencing an election by throwing some Facebook ads? I mean, come on. It's totally ridiculous. And by the way, in regards to Putin and Russia, who sold all of our plutonium to Russia? Uh, Barack Obama? Yes. All of it. To Putin. Yeah, well, they... they you and know. Hillary Clinton. No, I, I, you know, I'm not going to go back and get into that, but uh, I, I think you're oh, well, wrong. Why not? I think you're why not? Because, because that's because not interference. They sold all of our plutonium for nuclear weapons to Russia, and you're worried about some. You're going to complain because he's moving some troops, or you think he's going to take over the U.S. We gave him everything he wanted when Barack was in. You heard him on the hot mic. I'll have more fl flexibility when I get reelected. And he did. Sold all of our plutonium. No one mentions that. It's just so selective as to what you decide to talk about. It, it, it becomes somewhat infuriating. But they are, they are adversarial to us, Ken. I mean, they're not our friends. Uh, and I don't think China's our friend anymore either. And I think we have to be wary of them. But I agree. I well, don't think they're going to take us over. I don't think Russia is particularly going to take us over in terms of invading and we're going to see Russian flags flying uh, around uh, the United States of America. But there, from everything I've read now, there's no doubt that uh, Vladimir Putin is in an influence uh, struggle with the United States, not just with the United States, but with the West in general. Vladimir Putin is uh, doing his utmost to to drive other countries in the world towards the uh, the Russian sphere of influence. Uh, so it's not a battle involving uh, bombs or uh, guns or things like that, but it's a battle of of influence. But that's, now, that's been happening in that region and other regions forever. Why is this all of a sudden the biggest concern? Look at Israel and everything else. And why aren't they I mean, why aren't they just as concerned about China? Because Joe Biden is yeah, big well, on uh, Joe Biden's big on the Chinese. Well, see, there goes Joe with some incorrect information again. I've seen pictures of him all oh, patting Z and I know you have because uh, you're you're watching nothing but Donald Trump ads. Listen, Donald Trump was cozying up to China for months, months, and years when he thought he might get a nice trade deal. Now maybe he couldn't get his trade deal, but now so now he's going to change. He did get uh, a trade deal tactics. with him. Well, he got somewhat of a trade deal, but you know Donald Trump when it comes to to China goes back and forth and back and forth when it's good for him. Uh, he's anti-China when he's not. He's good Wait, for China. When was the last time you negotiated a trade deal or knew anything about negotiating a trade deal? That you have the ability to judge it whatsoever, other than a helicopter view. When's the last I, because time? Because I literally don't think you have a single idea of what you're talking about. Okay, Ken. I, I, I really don't. Ken. <laughs> When is, the la when is the last time you sold or bought plutonium? I mean, you come <laughs> on the radio and you're throwing stuff out there. Barack Obama 
sold all our plutonium. Yeah, but I, I okay. didn't buy and sell it. The Clintons did. Okay, let's. <laughs> I didn't that's negotiate right. that deal. Okay, tell you what. Let's let let. How about you cite a specific source and then you read from that source? Because this is what I just love about coming on here. People like you, Ken. You'll take a very complex issue and you will uh, you will just narrow it down to five well-chosen words. And uh, you know. Well, isn't isn't being succinct a little bit better than scatterbrained? Yeah, and so, so when you when you can't respond to five succinct points, and you're telling me you can't Google right now, I'm in the car, but you can't Google right now that we sold the, the plutonium to Russia. If I was not, you have a computer right in front of you. Yes, I, yes, I do. <laughs> and if I was not in the middle of doing a radio show and ta- trying to deal with uh, Joe on the one hand and you on the other hand, maybe I could take three minutes and look up Clinton plutonium, etc. You never looked it up, right? In. I have looked it up, and that's how I know that Ken is full of beans. Okay, well, who did sell all that plutonium? Hillary Clinton was part of a commission. It was not just Hillary Clinton that uh, made that decision. It was the commission that she was part of that uh, made a decision regarding plutonium. It's a lot more complex than Ken calling from his car and saying, Hillary Clinton sold all our plutonium to Russia. It's a little more complex than that. No, no, a little more complex than saying Donald Trump lies about everything. That's easy enough for you to say. Well, when the lies are over (laughs) 20,000... Uh, according to your count, Not cite all twenty. T- uh, cite me all twenty thousand. The name of the company <laughs> is Uranium One. Okay. All you've got to do is look it up. Uranium One. Okay. Listen, okay. Ken, we've got to move along. We have to take another break. But thank right, you so thanks. much for your call. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Email us at onthemarkwkok.com. Text us seven zero two three six. Texter says, laughing out loud, Steve, everything Trump does is to Putin's benefit. How pathetic. When is Germany going to take responsibility for its own defense? And why doesn't Germany have to pay its own way? Again, spreading lies, Steve, from the fake news New York Times. Okay, that's one. Do you, do you would comment on that, Steve? The fake news New York Times. Uh, no, you know, it's not worthy of comment, which, okay, that's, that's a little glib. Um, I'm not going to comment. What, the, what, what am he, is he saying? That I'm a liar because I refer to uh, all the news that's fit to print? Okay, I'll come on tomorrow and, I will j- and I, uh, I'll just quote from uh, Steve Bannon or The Blaze or, um, or Sean Hannity, and then the guy will be happy. <laughs> Would you, do you ever watch those programs? Uh, my eyes would burn out if well, I then did. Well, then that's a hollow threat. You're not actually going to do true, it. True. <laughs> uh, one of our other uh, emailers says, I have been voting for at least 50 years. I've never seen the scrutiny that everybody is giving this president. Shame on us. Overly scrutinizing this president? Not, not really. You know, I think Donald uh, Trump, and this isn't even necessarily a criticism. Trump, uh, because of his whatever, personality, makeup, I mean, he has made himself the absolute uh, center of his administration, which, okay, every president is, but uh, it's, but he, he has his, um, he, he seems to, to steer every uh, decision uh, that comes out of his administration. Um, it is because of him 
injecting himself in everything. As has been said, uh, news comes at us these days like water out of a fire hose. Uh, you know, he's he's on uh, Twitter uh, several times a day. Uh, he has made himself, he put himself in a position, I think, where he is going to be uh, scrutinized to the degree that he okay. is. Well, one of our other emailers says, first off, Mr. Khrushchev, I think they're making fun of your name, uh, laughing out loud, the moms and the vets were not attacked in any way. The jackboots, as you described them, are protecting federal buildings. I would suggest you read the mission statement of BLM as set forth by the leaders of BLM. The thugs that you say are isolated and are terrorizing these liberal cities, and many are white, uh, white identifying with the famous phrase, useful idiots. Hearing your comments today, you can certainly identify as useful idiot. We all know who made that statement and the circumstances behind it. Have a great day, comrade. Laughing out loud. Laughing out loud. <laughs> well, I guess I should get upset, but... Oh, hey, I take that all the time. Uh, a texter says, it makes my life better by sending the message that lawlessness and looting will not be tolerated in response to Steve commenting on the troops in Portland. So, I mean, I think my life's better knowing that the government is standing up for law and order and the rule of law and keeping us secure and putting down riots and insurrections. And it's good to know that if uh, Montandon uh, is uh, invaded by... 4,000 to 5,000 uh, protesters that Donald uh, Trump is going to send uh, his personal militia in to protect us. I still contend that uh, so much of what he is doing, you know, it's interesting. Here it is. We've got less than uh, less than 30 minutes to go. Um, what's the number one issue in, in America right now, would you say, Joe? Probably the virus. And, and we have, there's been no phone calls about it, no discussion about it. There's been no talk we about it. We have discussed that ever. on this program forever, but I'm, I don't think there's much to discuss now, except whether or not kids go back to school and whether or not we continue to do the things we've been doing. There's no new news out there. And uh, Louis Gomert is getting um, oxychloroquine or whatever that is, hydroxychloroquine. He's getting that as a treatment, which I've heard Morning Joe and his cohorts say, well, it's a lie. It doesn't work. I have other people say it does work, it helps. I've heard Dr. Fauci say it doesn't work. I well, mean, what no, about the study that came out that showed that it prolonged the life of people who took it who were COVID-19 positive? That I was a survey that came out the okay. other week. How about there was a VA study that showed uh, pretty much uh, just the opposite. Uh, so, you know, every, you know, the last thing I heard was uh, Fauci using that word efficacy but, but the thing is, that he the thing is, everything is so him. political today. Everything is weighed on the scale of politics. It has nothing to do with what's true, what's accurate. It's how can I take what A said and turn it to the political advantage of B. That's all we're doing here. Let's be honest about it. There's That's all we're that. doing. There's some truth to that. Uh, you seem to, but you seem to blame the. Uh, uh, the, the the democratic no, I blame the liberal everybody. the left okay um, republicans are just as guilty of it 
Okay. You know, and I, I use this as a classic example, and we have Mike from Bloomsburg pending, but I'll use as a classic example the hearing the other day with, uh, with the Attorney General Barr. The Democrats didn't want to ask him any questions. They wanted to make speeches at him, call him names, and get sound bites for their campaign ads come the fall. If they really wanted to hear him, they would have let the man answer questions. Typically, when, they, when a congressman runs out of time and the uh, person at the hearing hasn't had a chance to respond, they give him time to do it. Did our friend Nadler do that? No, he did not. Wouldn't even give the guy a five-minute break to go to the bathroom. And I think it was about two years ago, William Barr, before his reputation uh, d diminished to the point it has, had the opportunity to come to uh, the House of Representatives, take part in hearings, and he would not do it because he didn't like the procedure that under which it was going to be done. Well, here he went voluntarily. He wasn't under subpoena. Well, okay, finally. And <laughs> at this point... Uh, Did they want to hear him? Did they want to ask him questions or just want to make speeches know, I, at him? I saw enough of that hearing to know uh, Barr had as, has, had as much... To, to say as he wanted to say. We had to over-talk them, and then they yelled at him, reclaiming their time, and And yet when, were I heard, rude. when I heard all the commentary, the commentary was all based on things that William Barr said. So obviously he had enough time to talk. He had enough okay. time to get things out. Oh, Mike, please stand by. We've got to take a quick break. We'll be back. We have another call coming in. We're listening to On the Mark, 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Subway Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at SunburyMotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Hi, this is Scott Paff, CEO of Milton Savings Bank in Milton. While other banks come and go or change their names and lose their community focus, we've remained in Milton serving the needs of our community, as well as Northumberland, Union, and other surrounding counties, all while making decisions right here locally. With 100 years of focusing on residential mortgage lending, we offer purchase money, construction, and home equity loans, as well as personal loans for your other borrowing needs. At Milton Savings Bank, we offer checking, savings, and money market accounts, as well as Christmas and vacation clubs, online and mobile banking, and IRAs. We also offer business checking accounts with no minimum balance and no fees. We're excited to announce our 100th anniversary celebration. Follow us on Facebook for upcoming details. Thank you for supporting Milton's only hometown bank. Not a customer? See what you're missing. Stop in at 80 Broadway, Milton, or call us at 570-742-8541. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Home renovation is a very personal experience, and the end result should leave you falling in love with your new space over and over again. And achieving that takes attention to detail, care, and investment in quality. The expert kitchen and bath designers at Lewisburg Builder Supply know what that means, and they're ready to help you with free in-house measurements, free computer design, and recommendations on the pros who can help you get the job done right the first time. Call today at 523-1248 to schedule an appointment or visit lewisburgbuilders.com to use our online appointment feature. The Kitchen and Bath Design Center at Lewisburg Builder Supply, 160 Hafer Road in Lewisburg. News and interviews from across the world and right here in the central Susquehanna Valley. The Market Street Transportation Corridor Project is a health and safety and traffic study through the nine blocks of historic downtown Market Street in Lewisburg. It's been a real concern not only of the residents and merchants, um, visitors, how they actually can feel safe, whether they're a pedestrian or a bicyclist or, or even just driving in the car. WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Hi everybody, Steve Jones, Dennis Dodd, CBS Sports Today, 3 to 5 News Radio 1070 WKOK. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGrandin with Steve Kushloff. Steve has looked up something. He wants 30 seconds to read it, and then we'll put Mike from Bloomsburg on, and then Dan follows him. Okay, so one of the callers uh, talked and said uh, that the Clintons sold uranium to the Russians, so... I took a few minutes, and here's what it says. As This is from PolitiFact, whatever. As Secretary of State, Hillary Clinton did serve on a government board that ultimately approved a transfer of uranium, but she was not the deciding vote. And the Clinton Foundation did receive $145 million from parties that were involved in the transaction. But the dates, the dates of the donations and the deal do not add up to suggest a quid pro quo. So there you go. All right, there's your 30 seconds, and we got to get to Mike. Mike, you're on the mark. Steve, may I suggest that you do a little research on PolitiFact and see what they're you know, goals are and how they how they were formed and everything. And then you may want to go back and revisit that particular fact check. But the real reason I called was Joe Biden's uh, new campaign slogan is bring back better, bring back better. Well, if the behavior of the Democrats on the House Judiciary Committee the other day when they were, I, I don't know what you want to call what they were doing, but if that behavior of the Democrats is any indication of what better looks like in a Biden administration, I think Americans better look strong and hard at thinking about voting for Joe Biden and putting that clown, I'm going to, listen, I'm going off the rails here, that (laughs) clown show, those people were completely unhinged, unprofessional, and in my mind, they were, it was borderline on uh, cultish behavior. We cannot allow those people to be in charge of this country. Now, that's how I feel. So bring back better, again, if it's any indication of what those people in the House Judiciary Committee, specifically the Democrats, their behavior, if you look at it from end to end and hear the things that they said, the way that they behaved, the treatment that they gave uh, Attorney General Barr, they'll do that to me, they'll do that to anybody that they think will not uh, toe the liberal line. Okay, what do, you, how, what do you have to say to that? Okay, thank you, Mike. Gosh, most uh, callers would would have simply. I'll say I agree with you, Mike. Well, I first they of were all, out of first, control. They, that, the two things, the two things that Mike is bringing up, have absolutely nothing 
to do with each other. The the uh, hearing involving Mr. Barr, whatever you think of it, had absolutely nothing to do with Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan. Build Back Better is a four-part economic development plan. It has nothing to do with William Barr. It has nothing to do no, with the I House think you missed judiciary. his point. I think his point was, if this is an example of how we build back better, if this is how, well, how our democratic behavior is going to be better than the Republicans, I think it's a pretty poor example. I okay. agree with Mike on that. Okay, so, uh, Joe, during one of the breaks, we were talking about uh, Congressman Louis Gohmert, well-known um, Republican uh, on the Judiciary Committee, who sat there at a hearing about two weeks ago, banging his very heavy ring on the table as witnesses and uh, were trying to speak. So uh, I thought that behavior was pretty bad too. So maybe I'm not even you know I didn't see enough of the hearing with that William was one Barr. guy, not that was Doesn't not the entire even, Democratic okay. delegation. But Mike, are you still there, Mike? Yeah, Mike's there. Okay, yes, I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm here. I'm here. And again, we have, a, both of us, we're on opposing views of the political spectrum. But it's beyond me. If you were to watch that behavior, listen to that behavior, these are the people that are going to be the players in a Joe Biden administration, okay? And, and the behavior, how you can even judge that is acceptable in a civil society, I do not know. And the last thing I want to say, when we talk about bringing back better, you know, we, uh, we have Trump being accused of having a private militia. We have Trump that brought them in to try to secure federal buildings. And you know what? We didn't hear a word from Democrats about saying, hey, we need to stop this violence. We need to tone this down until data started coming out showing that this violence in the city may be helping Trump. Now they want to turn it around. So violence in the cities, burning buildings was okay as long as it was hurting Trump. But now when they believe that it may be helping Trump, they're against it. Listen, these people, we cannot allow them to have total control of this government because I do not believe it will turn out well. It, go, listen, take the time and go back and look at all the clips of the people from the Democrat Party trying to just abuse the Attorney General of the United States. And I, I really believe that you would change your mind and, and maybe come a little bit towards where I'm at right now. Instead of just, you know, parody, and I don't want to accuse you of this, but I, I, I'm assuming that you get a lot of your information from CNN and MSNBC and the, and the mainstream media, because they, they try to make everything anti-Trump. They try to put everything in the positive light for the Democrats and everything anti-Trump. And that's why I say, you just need to take the time and, and watch that hearing and say to yourself, do I want these people in charge? Well, I think you make a good point from the standpoint of civility, if nothing else, that they were not civil to the guy. And I don't think he deserved that kind of treatment. I mean, you may disagree with somebody politically. You may believe he's Trump's henchman or whatever you want to believe. There's still common courtesy and decency. And when we've lost that in this country, we've lost it all because there's no hope for us. I think the I think, uh, actually I think both of you are kind of going off on a limb. The fact that uh, <laughs> Bill Barr did not get five minutes to go to the for a bathroom break, and you guys are talking about the uh, destruction and end of civility in American history. I think you're kind of going uh, going a little out there. Well, that's your opinion. Well, yes, it is. <laughs> that's that's a, that is one point. Well, first of all, if you would have heard, the, I mean, if, if, just listen to the background noise when they were uh, not allowing him to go. You can you can get the gist of what was going on there. But the but the bottom line is the, the tone that they had, the, the united uh, abuse of this guy. I mean, it was all theater. 
But you know yeah. what? To be able to perform like that, you have to be a believer. And the last thing I want to say is this. One, China doesn't want Trump. Russia does not want Trump. North Korea does not want Trump. ISIS does not want Trump. Al-Qaeda does not want Trump. All of our enemies do not want Trump. And the Democrats do not want Trump. To me, it's not guilt by association, but we need to take a hard look at who we're going to elect in this election in the future of this country. Well, here's something you might find interesting. One of our texters who is, I gather, because I'm, I'm not going to read his name on the air, we don't do that, but he has texted in liberal positions before, and he texts today, I hope Barr gets coronavirus. So there you go. That's it in a nutshell. Hey, thanks for your call, Mike. We appreciate it. 1-800-795-9565. Dan, stand by. We'll take our final break of the day, and we'll get to you. <laughs> I should be on vacation, but it seems like the world may need me right now. So I'm heading off the beach and over to Sunbury Motors Hyundai for Christmas and July savings on all new Hyundais. <laughs> if you're looking for an SUV, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has over 70 SUVs on sale until July 31st. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 28 Hyundai Konas in stock with $34.97 off starting at $18,583. If a Hyundai Tucson is on your wish list, Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 22 in stock starting at $23,343 and qualifies for 0% for 72 months. Remember, all new Hyundais come with America's best warranty, 10 years, 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 years, 60,000 mile base warranty. Moving up in size is the Hyundai Santa Fe with 0% for 72 months plus a $1,950 discount. Sunbury Motors Hyundai has 20 in stock starting at $23,000. 57552 Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. If you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. <laughs> to stay safe on the road, here are smart driving tips for smart drivers. In 2018, 51% of all people who died in crashes were not wearing a seatbelt. Three out of four crashes occur within 25 miles of home. Wearing your seatbelt increases your chance of surviving a crash by 60%. There's no excuse not to wear a seatbelt. Parents, set the example. Remember, us kids are watching. Proud supporters of Susquehanna Smart Drive, Zimmerman's Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Truck, and News Radio 1070 WKOK. At Fisher Investments, we do things differently and other money managers don't understand why. Because our way works great for us. But it may not work for your clients. That's why Fisher Investments is a fiduciary obligated to put clients first. It's the highest standard for a financial advisor. So what do you provide? Cookie cutter portfolios like the rest of us? No cookie cutter portfolios here. Fisher Investments tailors portfolios to meet each client's goals and needs. But you do sell investments that earn you high commissions, right? And make commissions when you make trades for your clients? No, Fisher Investments doesn't sell any commission investment products, and we never earn commissions on trades. So what's in it for you? Fisher Investments fees are structured so we do better when our clients do better. When it comes to helping clients achieve a comfortable retirement, we're clearly different. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments, clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. The Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Scott Fransky, the brilliant voice of the Philadelphia Phillies. I like extra innings. I like how those games come up now and then, and I just think they're memorable nights. I would miss having them. Again, like the DH situation. I know where it's coming from, but I kind of feel like you need to earn your way up aboard and you need to earn your way in the steve jones show three to five weekdays on news radio 1070 wkok
Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranahan with Steve Kushaloff. 1-800-795-9565. Open phones the rest of the way. Dan, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Added on to that list that Mike added is the news organizations. They don't want Trump either. They're all lined up against him. And, Steve, I know you used to work there at WKOK in the news. And, you know, you have no objectivity at all. You don't. There's nothing Trump does you can go along with. And this is the kind of people we have in the press, 92% of them have the same agenda, overthrow Trump, get Trump out. And this is, no matter what the president does, they're going to find the opposite and go with it to get him out of office. I just, one question. Yes. Okay, where did you come up with the 92%? Well, it's, look at the news organizations. That's okay. Go figure. Go figure it out. Read your paper I, and listen to the news, and you'll come up with maybe it's not ninety-two. It might be ninety. It might be ninety-four. I, I was I was just kind of illustrating. I was doing to you what Joe McGranahan does to me all yeah, the time. Don't drag me into your debate no, with Dan. No, no, no. You know, you got you got to be careful around here, Dan. Um, you know, I'm not, you know, it's hard. It, I don't totally disagree with you, Dan. I think, um, and I have said it before, the, uh, the, uh, the commentators on MSNBC at night, I, uh, I don't watch them. I can't watch them. I absolutely do think they uh, lean one way or the other. Uh, on the other hand, uh, I don't think there's ever been a broadcast outlet like, like Fox News, which is... Which is like an arm of the uh, Trump administration. I mean, you know. Let, let me ask you this: Name me one news story, actual news story, not commentary from the talking heads. One news story where Trump, where they have slanted it worse than AP slants their news. I don't know that AP does. AP. They do. I mean, they put editorial words in their newscasts. I mean, read a summary. I see them every day. You know, they slant the thing. But name me one story that story in, in an actual newscast that Fox has lied about or slanted. Now, they've made some mistakes. They've corrected them, just as the other networks had, but where they deliberately tried to mislead you. I will answer your question with a question. Okay. Name a program like Fox and Friends on any other network where the president is allowed to call up in the middle of the program and just go on and on and spiel and rant for the for as long as he wants. He doesn't. Well, if, he if, has on if Fox he called and Morning Joe and said, I'm willing to come on and talk to Morning Joe, do you think they'd take him? Oh, sure. You think they'd take him on MSNBC on uh, New Day? Uh, I'm not, sorry, CNN on New Day? Sure. You think Allison and uh, John you know, Berman would take him? You might, bet they would. It, they would take him, but, uh, you know, Fox and Friends, that's become like his personal outlet. But sure, if the president wanted to arrange for an interview, uh, well, he did the other day with And when uh, the president Jonathan talks, Swarm. I mean, Obama, you don't interrupt the president. When Obama was speaking, the media didn't cut him off. They didn't shut him down. And look at Chris Wallace, how tough he was on the president That's right. in that interview. So you're Great saying this interview. is Fox, Fox News, all this terrible Fox News, and yet he was very tough on him. 
And do you think do you think Chris Wallace is really indicative of all the you know all the reports? I think he's indicative of yep. the news division at Fox, not the commentary division. My problem is, and I don't know whether Dan will agree with me or not, is we have so muddied the line between news and commentary that it's hard to tell tell where the hell it is these days. I mean, it's it's just all over the place. I well, agree, Joe. And the thing on Fox. Now, a lot of people condemn that on this station, the liberals especially, but Fox, I, I like the five, or at five o'clock, I guess there's five, four or five, Juan Williams is on. He's totally against everything else the other ones say, and they allow him the same time. And many, like you said, Chris Wallace is not a Trumper. I, I don't even, I think he sort of despises Trump. But that's beside the point. There is some objectivity with Wallace. But, but it's not despising it, people. It's not an example of despising someone if you ask tough questions. I mean, that's well, my problem with I mean, Joe Biden. I personal it, life. I don't care. I, I don't care about the questions. They're all right. I just think just to show that Fox isn't all in the tank for Trump, not at all. That's what I mean. I don't care your personal opinion as long as it don't come through so loud and clear. But you won't get no objectivity on CNN. There's none of them have any conservatives. If they do, they're token. They're token conservatives. They're not the real thing. It's Public like Joe, Joe Scarborough calling himself a Republican, which cracks me up. Joe Scarborough is no more of a Republican than I am a communist. Well, Joe Scarborough is yeah. actually now he's an independent. Well, uh, so he says. The only, the only example I can think of is uh, Meet the Press, and uh, they they all they always bring on for their panel. There's always a uh, conservative on the panel. Some of them are worth listening to. Some of them are worth less. Uh, Hugh Hewitt, if uh, my own opinion, worthless, but uh, he's been on Meet the Press. And we're out of time, so that's and it guys, for today. have a great Thanks week. a lot, Dan. Steve, thank you very much for being with us today. Always appreciate having you here. Let's do it again. Yeah, Soon. I'm sure we will the next time Mark Lawrence wants to take off. And Mark will be back tomorrow with uh, Ben Reikley, so be sure to tune in for that. That'll be exciting. And I'm Joe McGranahan thanking you for listening to On the Mark. This is WKOK Sunbury, our program brought to you by the good folks at the Sunbury Motor Company.